The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hey, hello everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. You ready to dumb it down? Let's do it. Right. Yeah, we're going to dumb it down pretty good today. I'm feeling pretty dumb. How dumb do you feel? Let's dumb it up. Let's dumb it down, however you want to call it. It is Sunday, April 16th. It is uh, 8-1-9, 8-19 in the morning. I am leaving work. Um, actually, I'm leaving one of those uh, mobile on the runs. Actually, this is mobile on the hill, but whatever. Uh, it's a mobile station. I just got some... Uh, some uh, Milk and eggs for the rest of the week. Uh, by the way, happy Easter. Happy Easter. And I got I bought eggs because uh, I'm going down to the Bronx. I got a lot to tell you today. I got to make sure I get it all in. I'm going down to the Bronx today after I go home and shower. Uh, so after my 16-hour day, I'm going to uh, have another 16-hour day as my wife is going to drive the fit. And we're going to go down to the Bronx. So we're going to celebrate Easter with her family and uh, who I haven't really seen in about... I'm going to say 10 years. I mean, not all at once. I've seen bits and pieces of them because I don't go to these events. And maybe we'll talk about it if I remember, you know, the, 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 the holidays and all that stuff. I don't, I don't attend these for various reasons. So if I remember, maybe we'll circle back to it. But I want to get to, I want to touch on a whole bunch of things today. So I just, um, let's go through one formality. Let's do the um, mileage report. And then... Um, then I'll talk to you about mobile on the run up here, mobile on the hill, what just happened here, uh, which is, I think, kind of cool, and uh, a little pragmatism for you, and then uh, maybe we'll get into this trip to the Bronx, and uh, maybe we'll talk to you about something that happened at my job. Uh, So I got a couple things, if I can get to all of it, that'll be great. Gotta watch my time, and be aware, be aware. All right, the mileage report brought to you by ComedyPipe.com. ComedyPipe.com, they produce the show called Pipe Dream, Pipe Dream Live, wherever you are in the world. If it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock in the United States, it's time for Pipe Dream that you can listen to via the stream on uh, ComedyPipe.com, or you can watch it, watch it, watch it live. You can watch it live on YouTube. You can watch it live on YouTube. Anyway, yeah, they got a nice camera there, and um, that's it. You could they always have a special guest. It's Mike 3D and his co-hosts uh, host the show. It's one hour long, just about, except when I'm on it because I push the I push the envelope. I like to stay there. I'm, I'm going to make the trip to Schenectady, which is like an hour and a half or whatever from my house, an hour and fifteen, hour and a half. I'm going to do a long show. I'm not going up there for just an hour. Ridiculous. Okay, the mileage report is since the last podcast that I've recorded. And I don't remember the date of that one. That was episode 66. What was it called? Does anybody remember? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Episode 66, um, 503 miles. Exactly. Wow. 503. I don't remember even doing that. 503 miles in a week since my last podcast. How much do you commute? Do you commute via car? What's your commute mileage? Send it to me. At uh, dumbing it down with Dave at yahoo.com, or just post it there in the show comments. Most of you are very comfortable posting in the show comments. So, uh, yeah, do that. 
503 miles since last week, and the overall mileage for this 2008 Kia Rio LX. Still going strong at 232,474. 232,474. 500 more than last week. Pretty good. So let's hit the button and reset. There we go. All right. So there, thank you, dum dums. I appreciate you tuning in to this dumb cast and uh, traveling with me in my porta potty, listening to my commute during your commute. Fantastic. Oh, what, do you listen to this during your commute? Do you listen to it on the treadmill? Do you listen to it uh, while you're eating? Uh, while you're, what are you doing? How do you listen to this dumbcast? I'm kind of curious. Uh, do you use earphones, headphones, earphones? <laughs> 1929. Do you, um, do you, uh, you know, uh, on your laptop, desktop, tablet? I'm curious. I'd like to know. I like to engage. We're trying to engage. Trying to engage. Dave, you can't sing everything today. It's really the dumbest idea ever. Okay, I'll stop. That was the last one. Last one. Okay, one more. So, um, I just kept uh, left a mobile on the run, uh, mobile on the hill, whatever they call it here. And I was, uh, I go there every week. I get, you know, I get milk and I get eggs and all that stuff before I go home. Anyway, a couple of weeks ago, I went in there. I got a coffee. Oh, wait, I got something in my mouth. Um, I got to swallow it. I got a coffee right here. I'm going to sip. I'm going to sip while we, uh, while I talk, um, which is rude. But, you know, I don't care. It's a half hour of rudeness. Can you handle a half hour of my rudeness? I've burped. I, I, I might have farted, but you guys probably didn't know, and I didn't mention it. Um, not that I'm ashamed of it. I mean, if I fart in my car while you're listening, how bad could that be for you? Uh, I mean, if I put the phone down by my buttocks... That wasn't a sing. That was just me saying buttocks. Uh, that would be weird, you know, while I farted. But I don't. We're not going to go that. We're not going to go that route. We're going this route. The route where we go home and we do a pragmatic podcast. Life, pragmatism, happiness, and the search for it all. That's another t- subtitle of the show. So a couple of weeks ago, I bought coffee and like a buttered hard roll or, um, you know, or a bagel and stuff like that. And you know, normally I could tell it's a cream cheese bagel. Uh, by the way, do they have bagels like in Idaho and the rest of the world, Tennessee? Do you guys like go to these convenience stores like your Sitgos or your Wawas or your Sheets? I know you have Sheets in the rest of the country. S H E E T Z. They have really incredible gas stations. You know, like they're like museums. But anyway, uh, I don't know if you have bagels in the rest of the world. I, I, I'm assuming you do. Anyway, so I picked up a coffee and a bagel. It was either a bagel with butter or a bagel with cream cheese. And, you know, it's wrapped in plastic and, you know, whatever. They don't make them at the mobile on the run. Some guy delivers them. And I come to find out that they deliver them fresh. And then it's up to the mobile on the run's responsibility to slice them up and then spread the bagel, uh, the the cream cheese and or the butter. I didn't know that till just today. I thought they came pre-buttered and came pre-cream cheesed. They came pre-cheesed, pre-cheesed. But they don't come pre-cheesed or pre-cream-cheesed. Cream-cheesed. <laughs> I'm just trying to have fun with that. Are you having fun with that? Pre-cream-cheesed. Pre-cream-cheesed. That's pretty hard. It's the first time I've ever done that. Um, pre-cream-cheesed. <laughs> Still hard. And or pre-buttered. But they don't. They do them here. So, you know, you, you, they're wrapped in plastic. You buy coffee. You know, you get the, the hard roll or whatever you get. You walk away. You're in the car. You sit down. You put your seatbelt on. You unravel the plastic. You're ready to go. You got your coffee. You got a long trip home or wherever you're going. And then you take a bite. You go, oh, what happened? And you kind of like, you know, start steering the car with your knee. 
because you got to get to the mystery. If you're already driving, you got to get to the mystery of it. You open up the the, the bagel or the uh, hard roll, and you go, "Oh, they only they only put half of this with butter or cream cheese. They chinsed out. They chinsed out." I don't know if that's policy or was that just the uh, the overnight guy that uh, or girl that uh, didn't want to do the work. I don't know. Probably just wanted to get it over with. I'm just going to butter these real quick and be, be be done with it. I'll be out of here in a couple of minutes, a couple of hours. I'm going to go home. By the time anybody figures out that I did a horrible job, I won't be here to take the hit. Maybe. I don't know. Well, at my job now, my regular job, my truck driving job, and almost every job I've ever had, and in other situations in my life, I always seem to be the one that speaks up and says something, you know, uh, throws a rock in the quiet lake and then sees the ripples. I'm always amazed that other people don't. Because I'm, I'm always told, you know, nobody's ever said nothing till just now. Nobody's ever complained. Well, I walk in there, and uh, I bought, I got my milk, I got my eggs, and uh, I said, you know, I, I got a, I got a long day today to the Bronx. I got, I had a long night. I had, I, had, I didn't say, I won't say I had a really, really bad night, but my night was not great last night. I got, I kind of got screwed over twice. We're not gonna talk about that right now. I got too much on my plate right now. But that would be interesting, I, I think, to tell you how I got screwed over. We'll have to save that for another show. If I forget, can somebody please uh, put, put in the show comments that in episode 68, talk about how I got screwed over. If it's appropriate, I'll talk about it. Um, anyway, so uh, I, I got the coffee, I got the bagel, and the, and the hard roll. I, I made a comment to the lady. I said, you know what? Last time I bought these, these things didn't have any, you know, I was, she, wa- she watched me inspect them. I didn't unravel the plastic, because once you unravel the plastic, you kind of bought it. So, uh, I'm, I'm inspecting them, uh, inspecting them, and I go, oh, look at this. I showed it to her. She see? This is great. She goes, oh, my God. Well, it's only half. That's not enough. I go, I know. She, uh, she goes, oh, I'll, that's no good. I'm going to tell the over. I'm going to talk to somebody. We're going to we're gonna talk. We're going to get the overnight guy to do better. She goes, go, go grab another one. I said, okay. I go grab another one. The first one was a bagel. second one was a hard roll, which is interesting because the hard roll is totally soft. So why do they call it a hard roll? I don't get it. So uh, we opened that one up. Guess what? Very slightly buttered. Not good enough. She goes, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it for you. I said, really? And that's when I learned that I think they come pre-sliced, or maybe they don't come pre-sliced. They probably don't. But uh, I learned that they, they cream cheese them and butter them here. Anyway, so... Um, the lady... Uh, Put extra cream cheese on one, extra butter on the other one. Really, a man's portion. Sorry, ladies. She put a, a man's portion of butter and cream cheese on, you know, on, on one of each, and I'm very happy. I got my coffee, which I'm not sipping uh, while I'm doing this for some reason, and I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not eating, not just yet. But I'm hungry, and I am thirsty for coffee. I'm sure I'll grab a coffee eventually. Anyway, so I spoke up, and she's going to affect change. She said, I'm going to talk to the night guy. I'm going to, I'm going to mention it. They got to do better. She goes, when I work the nights, nobody complains about this. I said, does anybody, is it, um, has anybody said anything about this guy, you know, who's ever doing it? She goes, no, you're, you're the first one. I didn't know. We didn't know that this was happening. Now we know. I said, yeah, this, ha- this is the second time this happened to me. So it's good. I mean, you know, some people buy things, they're dissatisfied, and they go, oh, and they walk away. I've done that too, by the way. I've walked away going, oh, forget it. I'm just going to keep it. Oh, I'm so tired of trying to tell people how to do the job. That's what happened last night. Uh, you know what? Let's just do it. Last night, 
some guy pulled a religion card on me. He pulled a religion card. He's junior to me. I have seniority on him. He pulled a religion card, and they gave him a little bit of an easier, a lot of an easier night last night. A much, I would say somewhere between two to four hours of an easier night because he pulled a religion card at the last minute. And they gave him a, a run, a, a night that, yeah, it was two to four hours shorter than mine. And I was, I was really furious. And I sent the text out to my dispatcher because I wasn't there when it happened. I should have stuck around because I anticipated something like that happening. But anyway, I really just did you a great favor. I took a very, very long story. I made it very short. And uh, I was upset. And then I ended up getting a flat tire. I had to change equipment. It was such a pain. And I still had to negotiate the George Washington Bridge last night, which wasn't bad because it's Saturday. It's usually pretty good. And um, and the Throg's Neck and the LIE and all these roads and bridges that most of you people have never heard of. But I didn't have to. I could have done the easier route. I could have went to Rutland, Vermont twice. And my night would have been so much shorter, so much easier. I would have been home already. I would have been home already. I would have been showered, ready to go. And I have seniority on this guy. And this guy, oh, I gotta be at church. Well, I gotta be at church too. I gotta be in the bride. Like, yeah. What? I can't be in church? Dave Canyon can't go to church? What? Do I lock? Do I not look like a church person? Do I not? What, 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 do I don't act like a church person? What, what's, what is it about me that you don't believe that I might go to church on Easter Sunday? Kiss him and talk as my Yiddish grandfather used to say. Anyway. I think you can figure out what that means. I don't know what the last word means. Zaran? I don't even know what that means. Now? I don't know. Anyway. So, okay. Let's get on. All right. So, uh, so there's that. There's I got three other things. We got the United flight we could talk about. There's uh, Don Riggle's passing we could talk about. But let's talk about this. All right. I hope I, I hope I made myself clear. We should take a breather. We should take a breather. Let's take a breather. Yeah, let's take a breather. Let's take a breather. And then we will get to my boss. Very interesting. My boss got fired. Let's take a breather. Ready? Uh, three deep breaths. Deeper and deeper and deeper. First, second, third. The third one, you really want to make it hurt. You want to breathe in through the nose and breathe out through the mouth. Why? I don't know. That's what they say. I heard people do it and I just copy. I'm not certified. Yes, Linda. I'm, an un- I'm one of the best uncertified breathing uh, instructors there are. Thank you very much. By the way, Linda... Um, Erwin from Awesome Insanity Surfers uh, heard my comments in the last show about her show um, and uh, she commented that um, she's, her show has been called a cross between uh, or a mix a mashup or whatever of uh, let me see if I can get this right Monty Python and what was the other one it's in the show comments episode 66 Monty Python and uh, somebody else Oh, crap. Sorry, Linda. I can't remember what you wrote. But anyway, so, yeah, kind of like Monty Python. Maybe she just wrote Monty Python, which I didn't laugh at when I was a ch- child. And now that I'm a little bit older, I'm like, <laughs> that's silly. I you know, I laugh a little bit. I go, <laughs> that's silly. And I laugh. But I don't watch it regularly, and I don't look forward to watching it. I don't make it a point to watch Monty Python, the movies or the shows. But I had friends when I was younger. They were very into Monty Python, and they laughed, and they would recite the lines all day and night. So that's a pretty smart show. And this show, Awesome Insanity Surfers, is pretty smart too. They got a podcast. You can find it on Spreaker. I don't know where else you can find it. But um, go to uh, go to Spreaker and look. Uh, type in Awesome Insanity Surfers. And uh, you can contact Linda through a, a million different ways. I don't know. Uh, listen. I, I, I don't know. All right. Awesome 
Insanity Surfers. Awesome. I like the title. Anyway, I like the fact that it starts. I think I like the fact that it starts with an A. That's good. It should, all shows should. Any show that you do that you want it to be a, a hit should always start with the letter A. Just makes sense. It always goes to the top of the list. What's mine? D. Dumbing it down. Eh. Anyway, not that good. At least I didn't call my show, you know, Zorro. <laughs> Dumbing it down with Zorro. I still would have started with a D, but you get it. All right. Three deep breaths. And um, uh, let's do it. Okay, ready? There we go. Wait, first check your nose because we, we've had problems before. <laughs> okay, a little workout. A little stretching of the nose nostrils. The nose nostrils. Nasal passages. <laughs> Pull that one out of my butt. All right, here we go. Ready? Go. Oh, that felt good. Much better than last week. Last week, I felt like I had cancer. All right, here we go. Number two. All right, last one. Make it good. Make it hurt. I don't know why. Just try it. Make it hurt. Ready? Expand those lungs. Ow. Oh, ow. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. Ow. Okay, yeah. Okay. I hurt my rib. Ow. Okay. All right. I really did. I'm not kidding. All right, here we go. So that's it. My boss got fired. Oh, that, oh by the way, that... Um, that uh, breather was brought to you by air. Anywhere you are, you are in the world. If there's air, you should go out and get some. It's a beautiful day today in New York State. Again, southbound on the New York State Thruway. I'm just passing exit 22, which is called the Selkirk. Selkirk exit. Big CSX railway, rail yard exit. Big industrial complex exit, which we're going to pass. And uh, once again, it's a sunny blue sky morning. Mostly blue sky. 100% blue sky. So whatever whatever upsets Mark the most, I want to comment on the sky. All right? And, and not give a full 100% description that satisfies him. My friend Mark, who comments uh, or, or somewhat often on the show and listens as often as he can, which I appreciate. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful Easter Sunday. For a Jew, uh, I don't know. It's just another Sunday. But I'm going to go to the Bronx and celebrate it with my wife's family. Uh-oh. That could be trouble. All right, 18 minutes in. What was I talking about? My boss got fired. Yeah, I was going to lead with that, but somehow I thought the buttered bagels and cream cheese, uh, you know, were a little bit more important at the moment. I didn't want to lose that that inspiration. That it just happened to me. It was fresh. The bagel and the hard roll are fresh, and the story was fresh. I haven't been into the cream cheese yet, so I don't know if that's fresh. It came in a big tub, one of those 10 gallon tubs. <laughs> they use a spatula to put it on the bagel, not a knife. Um, my boss got fired. Bill, my boss, Bill, Bill, what happened? You you were great. He was my boss, I think, for the last two or three years. We had a union vote a couple years ago. Was that my first year? I don't know. We had a union vote, I think, in my second year. It didn't go through uh, because they fired my previous boss. And that was the supposedly the trade-off that uh, if uh, they fired my previous boss, that a lot of the guys were not going to vote for the union. They wanted the union if he was going to stay. Because I guess he was a little abusive. Not, I, I, I never had a problem with him. I don't know about these things that are going on. I'm in a different division by the way, than most of the drivers. I'm in a division of like, I don't know, we might be down to like 17 drivers now. And the other part of the company is like 68, 70, 80. I don't know how many drivers. But that's like the really largest part, portion of the company. 
they're the ones that really wanted the union and all that. Uh, I went along with it. I didn't care. But anyway, they fired him. They fired this guy now. Two years later, three years later. I don't know why. Nobody knows why. No statement, no nothing. They sent the guy in from Boston. Uh, we're in Rensselaer, New York. We came in from Boston. That's a pretty long trip. Came to the office, closed the door. My boss came in from Bennington, Vermont. You don't know where that is, but it's like, I guess it's like an hour commute. It's, uh, every day, almost every day he would come in. I don't know, I don't know what happened. And then they, they, they closed the door behind him and then had a little conversation. And then they escorted him out to his car, I guess. I wasn't here when it happened. I like Bill. Uh, if anybody from my company is listening to the show, please, uh, you know, address uh, your feelings in the comment section. Bill was a great boss. He was old school. He was a hard worker. Um, he lived hard. He played hard. You know, he was a hunter, a, a, a sportsman. He uh, he was a cultivator, uh, um, a permaculture guy. Is that what they call it, permaculture? Like, uh, like he was uh, he was interested in living off the land. You know, he did fruits and vegetables and and animals and hunt. You know, he, he was a uh, listen. I don't do any of that stuff, but I appreciate that he did. He was a, he was an accomplished guy. He was a little cultured, a little cultured. Oh, don't give him too much credit. It's like I, I listen to classical music. You know, he did it. I don't know what he listened to. I'm just joking. I'm going to miss Bill. Bill was great. He was a hard worker. He, he, he tried. He listened to my suggestions. He took me, one time he took me to Panera Bread for lunch. He said, Dave, come on, let's go. We're going to go. I said, I, 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 said, I just got to work. He said, don't worry about it. Uh, we'll take care of it. We'll, we'll change your, your night. Don't worry. You're, you're going to be okay. Come on, Panera Bread. And we went to Panera Bread and for a whole hour, and he listened to all my suggestions while I ate and spit food all over the place. Really wasn't a good idea to go to Panera Bread. Or maybe we could have went to Panera Bread, but I didn't have to order something with bread in it or soup. You know, it was pretty disgusting. I had to catch myself. You know, I don't know how people have meetings and eat. Seems like a really bad idea to have meetings over lunch. Isn't that how the, a lot of the world does it? Not a good idea. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting when you have me for lunch for a meeting, a lunch meeting. Bad idea. Okay, anyway, so I'm going to miss Bill. He was great. I don't know why they let him go. If I find out, I'll keep you posted. I mean, do you care? You, you know, it's I, I find it interesting. Why would you let this guy go? What did he do wrong? He was with the company for 16 years. How did it all say So 14 years ago, he was here for 14 years. They gave him the job uh, of a transportation supervisor. And then somehow in the last two years, he failed the company. For 14 years, he was doing a great job. 14 years is a lot these days. The last two years, not so much. You got to go. Unless he did something we don't know about. I, I, we don't handle cash. I don't know how he could have stolen. I don't know what he did. I don't know. I hope they tell us the truth, which they probably won't. All right, anyway, so there's that. I'm going to miss Bill. Bill, wherever you are, if you're listening, uh, I hope you I hope you land on your feet. I hope you and your son uh, get along great. Uh, I, I hope you find a job. And I, I, I know you do well. When, if you do, let me know. And uh, if I can help you, maybe I'll come over to where you are. Oh, no, a lot of guys have said that. You know, a lot of guys in the trucking industry, if your great boss goes somewhere, they'll follow that great boss. Just the way it goes. Anyway, United Airlines. I, I wish I could say more about Bill, but you don't know him, but just understand that I am disturbed about it. I'm saddened by it. I, I'm, I'm, I seem to be up uh, in spirits right now, but I'm sad about it. It's wrong. Well, it seems wrong. Well, I guess we don't have the information. So when we get the information, we'll know whether it was wrong or not. I don't know. I can't imagine what he would have done to deserve to be fired. All right. United Airlines. Okay. 
listen, I, I don't. I wasn't there. I don't know. It, said, it looks like a bad deal, right? Looks like they just said, "Hey, you." Come, you know, I, did the guy agree at first? Like, I'm going to go. Then he changed his mind. I don't know. But all right, 24 minutes. Let me tell you my story. 30 some odd years ago, more than 30 years ago. Let me tell you my. Uh, I don't know if it was United Airlines. I think it was Continental. I think it was on Continental Airlines. Do they still exist? Anyway. Years ago, I was on a flight to Daytona. I was going to see the Daytona 500 with my racing dad. Yep, you heard it, racing dad. He was an older man that took care of me uh, and took me to the races because uh, my father was too busy working and ignoring me. <laughs> anyway, uh, love you, dad. I just said love you, dad, to a deaf guy. So there you go. So my Stu was my racing dad. He took me all over the, New York, uh, the Northeast. He brought me into the world of auto racing, which I so badly wanted to get into. And one day I'll tell you the story how we met. It's kind of sweet. It's kind of an interesting God-delivered story. Uh, I probably should just have done this whole thing on another. I probably should have just ended on Bill getting fired, right? See, that's my problem. I try to squeeze in too much in too short of a time. All right. Um, We got on a plane. We were going to Daytona. I think it was a Friday night or something like that, probably. Could have been a Thursday night. It doesn't matter. Daytona's always in February. So was it uh, winter break or it wasn't? Was it Christmas? No, it wasn't Christmas. So who knows? It was packed. We're walking on the plane. Stu turns to me. He's a little bit more traveled. At that time, I was 15, 14. I was a child. He was a grown man. He turns to me as as we're getting on the plane. He says, listen, listen to me. We're going to sit down, right? But as soon as you hear an announcement being made, raise your hand. Any announcement, just raise your hand. I go, what? He goes, yeah, I think this flight is overbooked. He's like whispering to me, like, like I don't, I don't, what is that? What, I don't even know what overbooked means. What do you mean? I don't know what that means. He goes, just raise your hand. As soon as the pilot gets on the air, say, ladies and gentlemen, raise your hand. I go, okay. So we sit down. Um, by the way, I'm like, wow, stewardesses. You know, he's talking to me about, you know, one thing. I'm like, oh my God, stewardesses. I got a raging, whoa, you know? I'm like, wow. I've never seen women this beautiful before. And they had those outfits on. I'm telling you, bad idea to put a, growing, budding adolescent, not adolescent, what was I, the pubescent, I don't know what that means, anyway, you know, (laughs) that guy, that that boy on a plane, (laughs) so, um, uh, so, we sit down, we put on our seatbelts, everybody's hustling and bustling on a plane, all of a sudden, you hear, ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot, and Stu grabs my hand, almost tore it off my shoulder socket, and he he raises his hand, oh, us, 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 (laughs) He loses the seatbelt. He goes, get up, get up, get up. I go, nothing's happened yet. He goes, uh, we uh, apparently we've overbooked the flight by uh, four or five, whatever. How many people, if anybody would like to get off uh, and exchange your seats, uh, uh, we will put you on the next available flight uh, as soon as possible. And we will also give you one round, one free round-trip ticket for anywhere we fly in the continental United States. Continental, by the way. They really make it clear. We're not going to Hawaii or Puerto Rico. Or Alaska. No, Alaska, does that count? I don't know. Is that continental? So, um, it's on the continent, right? Okay. So, uh, so we got up. We got up, and uh, he, uh, we both got, well, he kept, he paid for them. So, he got two tickets, two round, free round-trip tickets anywhere in the United States. Uh, I think he went to California with them. I was kind of hoping we'd go back to Daytona the following year, but I think I had, that might have been like the year before he joined the Navy. I don't know. We didn't go to Daytona again. But anyway, so that's it. But I know that what they do... It was a good story, right? <laughs> wow. And we, we ended up like with these... Uh, a priest got up and... 
a couple got up. There was like five of us, I think. It was kind of interesting. And I think we all get uh, end up on the same flight. Oh, by the way, the next flight was so empty. That was what was interesting. The next flight was incredibly empty. It was like, that was a no-brainer. They didn't put us in a hotel. They just... And then I don't know how Stu got uh, his uh, round-trip tickets. I guess they came in the mail. Who knows how they got it. I never used them, so it didn't matter to me. So... And I've been on other flights, and here's what they do. They usually start with, like, a toothbrush. You know, They start with a really booby prize sometimes, you know, and then they work their way up. This thing stopped at $800, I guess. You know, they were just going to give you $800. Um, and they were going to put you on the next flight. So I can't imagine how this whole thing went down, because usually these airlines are very good about... Stay there, they do like an auction. I do I hear eight hundred, eight hundred, eight hundred, eight hundred, eight hundred five, eight hundred five. You know, they like they make it fun. I've I've been on planes where they've made it fun. And I've heard stories where they gave away bottles of champagne and all that other stuff. So it's a crazy story. I don't really know it a hundred percent. You know, I haven't had time as usual uh to uh, read up on it, but it's <laughs> and apparently this guy has a checkered past. Of some sort, yeah, one minute ago. So, it, it, who knows? But I'm just amazed that, you know, the, the security came aboard and dragged him out like he's a, like an anti-abortion protester or something or whatever he was. And uh, that was pretty horrible. And um, <laughs> security guy now, what a job. And then, by the way, how about all the other couple hundred people on the plane just standing there? Oh, no. You hear that lady on the video? Oh, no. What are you doing? Oh, no. Well, get up. Get up and stop. But nobody got up. Everybody's like, well, that's pretty sad for him. Is he still going to get his $800? That's what I would have been asking. Oh, that's pretty horrible what they're doing. Are they still going to give him $800? Is he going to still get the deal? Oh, did he renege on the deal? Is that uh, well, How does that work? All right, folks, we never got to the last story. It doesn't really matter. We'll talk about Don Riggles, RIP, one of my favorites. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed, and great skills. We'll see you in episode 68.